I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, December 14th, and I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, also on the radio app and on our podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. And then those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube, uh, we welcome you on this uh, really beautiful day. The sun is shining. It is chilly. It feels like uh, winter. It feels like Christmas, uh, but it's a great day, and I hope you're doing well and we thank the Lord for all of our listeners. We had a great service last night at uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. Brother Daniel McManus, one of our assistant pastors, he preached a, a great message on uh, the humility of Jesus Christ and how Jesus coming to this earth, boy, you talk about uh, some humility to leave heaven and to leave the throne and to leave all the, the glory and the splendor of heaven to come down uh, to a, a sin-cursed world. Now, I'm glad Jesus never sinned. I'm glad he is the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. But yet he came to dwell among us. And I thank God for that humility. It was a challenging message. If you missed it, I hope you go back and listen. And uh, we had a good service. Our master clubs had their Christmas party last night. Uh, we had a time of prayer and it was wonderful. We're looking forward to a great weekend uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. Of course, don't miss Sunday. You say, Pastor, why do you always talk about church? Because this radio station is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church. Uh, the radio station is not the main thing. The church is the main thing. Uh, the Christian school, I thank God for our Christian school, but the Christian school is not the main thing. The main thing is the church. And the reason for that is that Jesus came and the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ established the church. He said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so the church is such an important, uh, important part of, of your life and my life. And if you don't have a church, I encourage you to find a church and get in that church and serve in that church and be faithful, uh, encourage one another, uh, have an impact in uh, the place where God has put you. And so we had a good service last night. Look forward to a great day Sunday. I don't miss Christmas Eve, our candlelight service, Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock. Uh, in the evening. We'll have a great time for that. And of course, I'm very excited about January and all the events. I'll tell you more about that uh, as it gets closer. Happy birthday today to Brother Ralph Graham. Now, Brother Graham teaches our Saints Alive uh, Sunday School class. I thank the Lord for the Grahams. They're a blessing. And then also, happy birthday today to Brandon Woodard. And Brandon, hope you have a great day, and we thank the Lord for you. Let's pray today for our church. Pray for our school. Let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our missionaries. Now, I always try to mention our missionaries, but especially this time of year. Many of our missionaries, they won't get to have the, the family get-togethers and the family reunions like many of us do. And so I hope you'll uh, take time to pray for them, thank God for them. And uh, I'm thankful for what our church does every year. We send an extra check. So we send December support, but then we send an extra check in December uh, that is uh, for their Christmas. And we support our missionaries. It's uh, $130 a month. It's not a huge amount, 
but that's $130 that they can put towards some Christmas presents or whatever. And uh, I thank God for our church and thank you for your faithfulness in giving uh, to that great ministry. Let's pray for our country. Uh, let's be in prayer for uh, the nation of Israel. Pray for their peace and safety. And then pray for our church members, those who've lost loved ones, those that are in the hospital, those that are sick. Let's pray that God would touch them and raise them up. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song, uh, Happy Birthday, Jesus. I think you'll enjoy it. And then right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Matthew chapter 1. Happy birthday, Jesus. It's that time of year. All the lights on the trees say Christmas time is near. Another year's behind. Helped us make it through. Happy birthday, Jesus. This song is just for you. We all get so hung up on material things. At times it seems. Like we forget what Christmas really means. It should be thanks we're giving. That's why I wrote this tune. Happy birthday, Jesus. This song is just for there's a gift for everyone but you underneath the tree. No, it's not much, but I hope you like this song to you from me. Thank God for that song, and uh, let's not forget that's that's what we're celebrating—the uh, birthday of Jesus Christ, the birthday of a King, 
And I thank God for that song. Hope that was a blessing to you. Uh, I love the traditional Christmas carols. Please don't get me wrong. Uh, but I'm glad we've got some other uh, songs like that that may be a newer song, but what a powerful message and uh, certainly a blessing uh, at Christmas time. I don't, I don't feel like you can get too much of it. Now, I did ask last night in the service how many listen to Christmas music all year round. And I do not listen to Christmas music all year round. My, my mom uh, does, and uh, I know we, uh, we give Brother Curry Roberts a hard time. He does, and I saw a couple others that raised their hand last night that said they do, and maybe you do as well. Uh, I don't listen to it all year round, but once it's Christmas time, I like to listen to a lot of it, and uh, I hope it's been a blessing to you. We are uh, going through a few lessons from the Christmas story, basically to encourage us uh, not to quit when things get hard. And sometimes at Christmas, things do get hard. Um, we have this afternoon, we have a funeral for one of our dear ladies that went home to be with the Lord on Sunday. And today's the day, today's the funeral. And uh, her favorite, one of, I think it was her favorite, for definitely one of her favorites, but her favorite holiday was Christmas. And I think for her family, I think that could be a special thing. Uh, but I also know uh, at, at holidays it can be difficult. Uh, it was my, my grandmother, my mom's mom, uh, who had struggled with cancer, and she passed away on Christmas Day night. So that night after Christmas morning and all the things Christmas Day, uh, she passed away. And so I know that that makes it difficult. That makes it hard. And uh, we all have hardships, uh, some more than others. I understand that. I'm not trying to say yours are less than mine or, or yours are more. I'm just saying this. We all have hardships. But you can't quit. And we've got to keep going. We've got to keep our eyes on the Lord. And I think from this Christmas story, we can see there were some hardships uh, that Mary and Joseph faced. We saw, first of all, uh, definitely there were some disappointments. Uh, there were some uh, broken hearts, some broken plans, some broken dreams, and all of those things for Mary and Joseph, but they didn't quit. We saw the danger they were in. Now, I thank God we don't have anybody that's trying to kill us, at least I hope not, uh, but Mary and Joseph did. Herod was out to kill them. He was out to kill baby Jesus, and they were the ones who were aiding in the escape uh, from Herod, and so there was danger, but, but they didn't quit. Now, they didn't give up. I think about the delay. We saw yesterday the delay. And what I mean by the delay is that they were sent to Egypt after the wise men came and the gifts and all the excitement. And then immediately that night, they had to race and flee for their lives and go to Egypt. And then what did they do in Egypt? Well, I'm sure they did a lot of things, but basically it was just waiting, waiting for a word from God, waiting for God to send them back home. And so that was a delay. And, uh, and don't, get, don't get discouraged when the delays of life come. You know, God can take a delay and God can work it out for good. Many times that's God's plan and God's timing that we just don't understand. Today I'd like for you to see, fourthly, one of the areas that we, we must not quit when we go through times like this. And I'm going to use the word debt. <laughs> um, uh, maybe it'd be better to say finances, but for sake of the outline and for the alliteration of the outline, let's use the word debt. You say, well, how do you know that Mary and Joseph had some hardships financially? Well, I'm going to give you a few reasons. Number one, you ready for this? And ladies, do not turn off the radio when you hear this. You've got to hear me out and let me explain. But Joseph was getting married. How many of you know getting married is expensive? And uh, getting married and uh, all of the engagement and the wedding and the honeymoon and you got to have your house and you got to pay for uh, all of the furniture and you got to get everything set. That is expensive. Now it's worth it. 
okay? So I hope you still have the radio turned on. You didn't turn it off and miss that part. It's worth it, but it's expensive. How about this? Having a baby. Wow, you talk about expensive. I remember for my wife and I, I remember we thought things were expensive and all that. And then you have a baby. And, and then I've, I've seen this, uh, it's like a video or something I saw somewhere years ago on Facebook. And it says, this is what it's like having daughters. And it was a man, I think it was a man, it was some man or child or somebody, some goofy cartoon. And they're up in the window of a house and they are just throwing money out the window as fast as they possibly can. And, they, and the, the meme was, or the joke was, this is what it's like having daughters. Well, folks, I need to tell you something. I've got four of them. Uh, Brother David's in here today. He's got a daughter. Uh, Brother Nathan, uh, who is in here, he's got two daughters. We just announced last night, of course, John and Bethany Glover, they're having baby number five, which is a boy, but they got four girls. And I'm just saying that to have a baby, that's expensive. That costs some money. There's a lot that is involved with that. And so I'm sure finances were tight. Joseph was getting married. <laughs> they were having a baby. Um, they were traveling. Uh, the burden of getting to the place where they had to, uh, to, to, to go for the census, that was a, a cost. Uh, then fleeing to Egypt. Uh, when you have to get up in the middle of the night and leave, don't you know that's expensive? You have to leave some things behind. You have to try to replace those things on the other end. Uh, business was halted. Think about your work. Think about what you get paid to do right now. What if that business shut down for a year or two or three or however long for Joseph? He was a carpenter, but for those years, his business came to a halt. And I understand he could have done some things in Bethlehem and he could have done some side jobs perhaps in Egypt, but I'm just saying business as he knew it, life as he knew it came to a stop and there was probably many times where there was no income. They probably several times felt like they had to start over in their lives with their family. There were some difficulties. We also know, and this is what I was wanting to get to, we also know that Mary and Joseph were not wealthy because in Luke chapter two, after Jesus was born, eight days after he was born, when they brought Jesus to the temple, the Bible says that they brought an offering. Now, if you go back to the, the book of Leviticus, you find out that the offering was supposed to be a lamb, but there was an exception made. If somebody was poor, if they could not afford a lamb, then they could bring something else. And what they brought was two turtle doves and or two young pigeons. That was the alternative for someone who was poor. And that is what Mary and Joseph brought uh, as an offering to the temple. So there we see that they absolutely were poor. They absolutely did not have very much in this life, but they didn't quit. And, and by the way, in case you're wondering, you say, well, shouldn't they have brought a lamb? Well, yeah, and what, shouldn't God have provided that? And shouldn't God have given them the, the funds for that? Well, sure, but you know, in actuality, <laughs> they did bring a lamb. They brought the best lamb you could ever bring to the temple. They brought Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And I want to say today, the world may look at you as poor. The, may, the world may look at you and say, well, you don't have much. But if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you are a child of the King. The Bible says we are joint heirs with Christ. That means that all of the riches of Christ belong to you and belong to me because we are 
in Christ. So your debt, your finances, your struggles down here, don't give up. Don't worry. Don't stress it. Uh, just keep trusting the Lord. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us and hope you have a wonderful afternoon and we'll look forward to finishing up this series uh, tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless you. Have a good day. Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.